Hey listeners, welcome back to the Absolutely ADHD podcast. I'm your host, Alana, ADHD life coach and social worker. I figured out how to manage my ADHD and now I help others do the same through my content on Instagram, through this podcast, and through online ADHD resources. I just released a brand new masterclass all about motivation to help you understand how to manage your motivation with an ADHD brain. Difficulty with motivation is one of the most common challenges that I work on with my one-on-one clients, and I'm so excited to get this information out to more of you. So I'll leave that link in the description notes, and I hope to see you in there. Thank you guys for being here, and I hope you like this episode. All right. Hey, Sydney. Howdy. (laughs) Um, Guys, I'm so excited to have Sydney on the podcast this week. Sydney has quickly become one of my best friends, even though here's the craziest thing. We literally have never met in person. It feels like we like know each other like for a long time now. We talk every single day. Um, I'm so excited for you guys to like hear about what Sydney does in a little bit. So Sydney and I became friends through social media, which is you'll, it'll make more sense later as we talk about it. But just an amazing friend, person, business owner, fellow ADHD, and I'm so excited that you're joining us on the podcast. Whoop whoop! I'm honored. First of all, I'm also. I feel like I've got to see this whole podcast be birthed. Like you had the idea and you carried it out beautifully, and I'm just honored that I get to be a part of it now because you're doing so well with it. Thank you. I know it has come a long way. I was so I was so scared at the beginning, but. It was just like starting anything is terrifying at the beginning. It is. Yeah. And like being able to just talk things through with you, which, which we'll talk about here, but why don't you introduce yourself, tell our listeners what you do and yeah, then we'll get into it. I'm Sydney. I am also known as Sydney Claire studio on Instagram. So I'm an Instagram growth coach. I specify in reels and stories and I help entrepreneurs and creators on Instagram basically just grow their platforms. And I've been able to do that myself. Um, Like I run my whole business through Instagram alone. And that's how I got to meet Alana. Yes, she does. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. um, Yeah, Alana has been my OG, like my bestie since, well, it feels like since the beginning, but I think I've just only known you like six months and it feels like I've known you for way longer. It's so funny. Like we, I started following Sydney like a little while ago, like when I was kind of starting my page and, um, she was like post amazing things about like reels and, and how to, I mean, if you don't know how to use social media, like you just don't know, like I, I just didn't know (laughs) it it, like, well, it's uh, very daunting to put yourself out there. And so that's kind of my goal with my online presence is just to like give you those baby steps like kind of pushing you off those the ledge of like starting to be able to show yourself online because I mean this has turned my entire life around like I've been able to quit my nine to five and like been able to just like fully girl boss it um (laughs) I feel like that's an overused term but like I have and you've been able to do the same yeah with quitting your full-time job as well and so like it works baby it does. It really does, guys. If you need any social media stuff, you got to check her out. But I was following her. And if any, I know a bunch of you probably already follow her. Sydney has the funniest freaking stories on Instagram. <laughs> and so I was just like a, 
active, engaged follower for a while. Like I was just like watching all your stuff, like learning from you, taking all the like amazing knowledge that you share and implementing it in my business. And everything you post on your stories, I just like, I kept replying being like, ha 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 ha, because I was just sitting there like laughing. And it's (laughs) so crazy how with social media, it's just, you really can like have the most authentic, like find the most like authentic relationships and friendships. Like it's crazy to think about like that we didn't, that that's how we met, but now we talk every single day. It's amazing is what it is. And I, I, I value our friendship so much because it's nice to have other like-minded people in the same space as you to relate to you and to make you feel seen and heard. And like, that's unaccessible to me. I don't know anybody in my real life that does what we do as coaches. And so it's beautiful how you can find your community by just putting yourself out there. And it's very valuable. I wouldn't have a support system otherwise. Yeah, no, totally. And the way that that was like the way that our like relationship, like friendship grew was so authentic. And that's how I want, you know, my followers and my clients to find me. And that's how your clients find you. It's like, you can find someone you learn from them and then you really, you trust them and then you want to work with them. And it's just the most, it's so cool because the truth is like, we learn the best when we're connected and that when there's a connection with someone and when you just genuinely understand each other. And I saw that in you. And like, so quickly, I just, after like, responding to every single story eventually yeah we just like started talking more like who who is this who's this girl and I I started looking and creeping on you and I was like wait because honestly like nobody does it like Alana does it with her content like for real you do it in a way that like is set apart from a lot of other people so I immediately was like who is this girl and I was creeping and I was like okay I vibe with her you get me. I like, we have telepathic communication. You just know what I'm about to say usually. And it's just nice. It's really nice. We do. And well, thank you for saying that. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things that are difficult about like having ADHD and running a business and putting yourself out there and doing it through social media. And it's just so specific, like what we're doing. And it was so nice to find someone just doing like, you know, we're both doing it and like struggling through it, but like figuring out how to make it work for us. And I think that's why like, we love like talking about our businesses so much. And like, it's so nice just having that support system. Like I need it, you know? Yeah. And you, yeah, you, nobody gasses. You're like, you gas me up like nobody else because you You are just the, (laughs) the ultimate hype woman. And I feel like the formula for like our FaceTime daily call is like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. And then Alana's like, you, you're amazing. Like, don't you dare question yourself for one second or it's vice versa. And, (laughs) and we just feed off of each other, which is beautiful. We really do. I know. And especially when just the hard part of, you know, putting yourself out there for, I mean, social media is just a a different ballgame because how else are we like, okay, I can't talk right now, but we we're exposing ourselves to literally so many people and so many opinions. And specifically, like, I think you show up so 
authentically and like yourself. And I know that's what you preach. Like that's Sydney's whole thing. And it's, you can see it. And it's so, I respect it so much, but I also know that like, especially, I mean, with anyone, but with ADHD and with that, like rejection, sensitive dysphoria and everything, like it is hard and it is difficult to not internalize some of these comments we get. And yeah. So would, do you want to talk a little bit about that and your experience with uh, that? Yeah. I, well, I like fire back a lot of the time, which is, I don't know how healthy that is, but like, I, I guess before you go into like anything online and putting your presence out there, you have to have such a strong sense of self and self-love and get your validation primarily from yourself before you put yourself out there. Otherwise it will tear you to bits. And even with a strong sense of self and like self-love, it still is going to tear you to bits because these people have access to you. You know, that's the thing that you kind of deal with whenever you're authentic online is like you, you just open yourself up to a lot of opinions and you don't necessarily like, you'll never be ready for what these people have to say, these randoms on a 2 p.m. on like a Tuesday afternoon. They can just- Trying to literally ruin our life. Yeah. And you know, at the end of the day, they don't know anything about us. And so Alana is a good reminder to me about that because I let it get to me. I'm a sensitive girly and, um, but I don't let it stop me. Yeah. And it's so funny because you are like, so confident in like what you put out there and but still it's still so hard to not internalize that stuff and I think one of the things that has been so like one of the things we always talk about and I think this is like putting yourself out there in any way like whether it's on social media or just in any way like pushing yourself to do something that is a little bit scary like there is always gonna be a small percentage of people no matter what you say no matter what you do that don't like it. Like we could be the most perfect person, which no one is. And like, there's still going to be people who don't like it. And I think we just have to like, accept that. Talk about your like 10% rule. Yeah. I read this. Yeah. There's like, if we, we all have like 10%, no matter what we say, no, no no matter what we do, 10% of people just are not going to like it. They're not going to, they're going to have an issue with it no matter what. So acknowledging this, like, I know we talk about this all the time. It's been really helpful because whenever we do get one of those comments that just like, like really, I know we're like, for the podcast listeners, we're like stabbing ourselves in the heart. Yeah. I forgot that they they can't see my visual stabbing. (laughs) I know. People on YouTube can, but um, we just have to say, you know what? Like they're in our 10%, no matter, like they're in our 10%. And the thing, it's still so hard. Like we know that it's all about, what did you say on your post today? Like it's about, or I, it's something about the people we impact, right? Yeah. It's about impact, less about impressing. I think whenever you realize that like, you know what, at the end of the day, like this might help one singular person and we don't know that energy we put into that content might have shifted somebody's entire mood, entire day and motivated them to do something else. And it could have a chain effect. So like thinking about that one person rather than like the, all the other noise, you really just have to learn to like mute and blur it out, even though, I mean, it's still, it still affects you, but you still have to move forward and not let it 
like confine you from growing totally forward yeah because there's gonna be people who think that no matter what and like you're right what matters more the small percentage of people who are going to make fun of us no matter what or like cringe or whatever it is that we say versus like the people who are going to take it and be like wow and like that's what happened with your content with me and I was like oh I'm like learning so much and so actually I want to um like on that same topic like just no matter what when we're pushing ourselves when we're going out of our comfort zone like there is always going to be people who have something to say who like have who don't think we could do it who don't want to I don't know so I want to talk I think your story is like really impressive so will you talk a little bit about like how you got into what you're doing now and how you're oh well thank you piggybacking off of what we were just saying you have to be cringe to be successful you have to like realize and deal with the fact that you are going to create your own content and maybe there's a small percentage that's going to cringe at your content but that's what creates success some of my most cringeworthy posts that I've ever made have gotten over a million views and grown and scaled my business completely. So make the cringe content, do what it takes to like get there and like, don't look back, don't delete it. Don't compare it. Don't text your bestie. Is this okay? Just freaking post it and stop overthinking it. Um, Easier said than done, but I text you like every day. I'm like, is this okay? But and I, then you end up posting it anyways, because it's, yeah. it's always good and it always does good for you. Um, but yeah, but, we have to I mean, that own, like give ourselves that own validation before anyone else. So, yeah. So what do you want for my story? I don't know where to start. <laughs> well, it's just really impressive. Like what you've done and, um, how do you want to talk about like, kind of like what you grew up doing and then how it like led you into what you're doing now? Yes. Um, so I grew up in the family business. I was in marketing since the age of 11. Um, I was very happy to be working in the family business uh, because I took a lot away from it. Never had to go to college, learned all my education by experience. And I think that that's so valuable. Um, Wouldn't take it back. I hosted my very first Instagram workshop at like 12 years old. (laughs) And like, there was like six people at a table. They were like the local restaurant owners. And I was teaching them like, about hashtags because that was like the thing back then by the way they don't work anymore um come for me I don't care they don't work um but uh so anyways getting sidetracked I grew up in the family business at 19 I started my Instagram for my business and I was like I really want to be financially free from any support I just want to financially support myself and so I was like okay started the account, bought my first laptop and started doing Zoom calls. Like I would work a nine to five and then stay uh, and work another two hours every day after my nine to five, taking on Zoom calls, taking on clients. Um, And then eventually, uh, what has it been like a year and a half or two years now doing it? And I'm doing it full time, fully self-employed. And yeah, that's kind of my story. Yeah. And I know in like one of your posts, you talked about it too. Like just, there were a lot of people that were like doubting, like, eh, can you really do this? Yeah. You know? No, like uh, I overheard a conversation of somebody very important in my life. Um, it broke me. It was like, I overheard them saying, is she actually ever going to follow through? We'll see if this is actually anything like she, 
honestly, this is just another like flux idea that she has and was doubting me to another person not realizing I was overhearing conversation. And I kind of honestly built my business out of spite for that comment. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Clap back. And I like did. And I'm proud of myself. And, you know, I didn't build my entire business out of spite. I don't think that that's very healthy, but I, you know, that pushed me. I yeah. think I, it's almost what I needed to hear to like actually follow through. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so, that's huge because there's just, there's always going to be people that are sitting there like, eh, I don't think she'll do it. I don't think she'll follow through. I don't like, just you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, you just have to be your own biggest supporter and also never, ever tell somebody about an idea until you've actually done it. That's kind of something that I've learned is like your people closest to you, like keep it to yourself. Don't let other people like spread ideas on your dreams until you have taken action on them because it can easily, easily make you want to quit. Like I remember the first three months of my business, so many days I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to quit. But then you kind of reach that like hump and then it's like, oh, you catch your momentum. Yeah. Well, cause also we know a lot of times what we can do and we see the vision Yeah, and it can be really, really, um, tough to hear when people are like doubting that or people, I struggle with that. Like people, I could tell like people didn't really just see the vision and you kind of have to just accept that no one's in your mind and like, no one's going to see that the same way you see that. And like you said, you have to be your own biggest, like, person, you know? Yeah. Well, didn't you kind of face that with you, your business as well? Like people doubting you? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think a lot of times at the beginning too, there's a lot of like, what is she doing? Or like, you know, oh, is she trying, trying to be this, trying to be that. And it's like, they didn't see, like, I had this thing I wanted to share. I know I could help people with this one thing. Mm -hmm. Social media is a way to reach more people that I know I can help. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but then people have these opinions of social media and working on social, which we talk about all the time. Yeah. And that's hard because it's like, again, they're not seeing the vision. They're not seeing why yeah. I'm doing this. Like they just don't get it. And that's fine. You know? They can leave. They can leave. <laughs> they're blocked. They're hidden from my stories. I don't know if you want to talk about this, but did you end up hiding people? Yeah. So this is actually, no, this is like, I don't mind talking about this at all. Like it is scary to put yourself out there when like people are watching that you do care about like I want to be I wish I was that person that was like oh I don't care at all you know I I'll just do me I don't care what anyone thinks but you know what like that's not realistic and it does bother me and I do sit there thinking well if I post this what is that person going to think you know and so when I realized that certain things were holding me back from either posting on my stories, talking about my programs, talking about all this stuff, it's like, well, then why am I letting that one thing yeah. stop me? So that is, it is super helpful to like mute people, hide people. You gotta, you know, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's huge. And I think like on social media, but in real life too, mm-hmm. you know, we have to surround ourselves with people that we feel supported and like I'll post one thing and get the most like meaningful comments. So just like you were talking about impact. So like people are like, like you don't know who it's going to speak to. And 
that's what matters not the people that are going to be like that's kind of weird she's doing this you know and I think just also I kind of would love to talk about like comparison I think comparison is a huge thing not only caring what people think but comparison can be a huge stopper to like dreams and I think it can even like dull down your personality because you want to like be somebody else and so you just kind of like conform to what they're doing just because you know you don't feel comfortable enough in your space because you're so focused on what other people are doing so also another really good beneficial thing that you can do when you're just starting out is like not only hiding them but unfollowing or muting the people in your same niche doing what you're doing yes it's good to like see what the vibe is you know every now and then but also setting boundaries with yourself of like, you know what, like the comparison is going to stop me from being authentic and it's going to dull me down as a person. So I'm just going to like mute it. I actually got to the point where I completely unfollowed every single person. And the only person I follow on Instagram is literally my other personal account. I was about to say you guys, like when you go to Sydney's page, you will see she follows one account. And it's me. (laughs) Classic narcissism. (laughs) No. Um, I mean, but uh, <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but um that's not part of my strategy so don't listen to that but the only following yourself isn't part of my strategy but not following too many people in your same niche to prevent comparison is part of my strategy yeah I want to talk about in this community we really have to su- surround ourselves with good people that bring us up like our energy is I think a lot of us are really impacted by the things going on around us, our environments, the people around us. And this is like one of the things that brought us together, you know? I think it's so good because with our friendship, we really bounce off business ideas off of each other. And to know that you have a safe space and somebody that's going to cherish and like uh, honor the energy that you have in your business and in your dreams is so valuable. I've had so many dreams that I've brought to Alana and she's like watered the seed so that I can like continue to like carry it out. And she's always one to like gas me up like, oh, look, you've done all these things and launch these offers and courses. But really, I don't think you realize how big of an impact you have on me to carry those dreams out because you are my support system. I'm so glad. No, you've done the same for me. But yeah, Sydney is the queen of this thing that I think a lot of us do. ADHD years. Don't even. Don't. (laughs) Sydney will be like, I just, I haven't done much. I haven't done anything. And then we'll like, it'll be like the day after she's like launched an entire new, like part of her business, an entire new program. And she's like, yeah, like she just doesn't recognize. I think you undermine a lot of the stuff that you do. And so I think together, like both of us are like, well, like we remind each other of what we're actually doing. And I think that's so common because we're always with like busy brains. And when we have a lot of dream, like dreams and like goals and stuff, it can be hard to just like constantly be on to the next without realizing what we did. Why do you think that we do that? I think it's that we're just like, we're like ready for the next thing. It's more exciting as opposed to like, it's not as exciting to... Well, I think that it's easier to get stuck in like the negative thoughts sometimes as opposed to like, it's not as natural to be like, you're doing good self. Like who does that? You know, I think it's almost like this humble culture that's been like, you have to be humble about your success 
almost like makes you feel guilty for owning your success. Yeah. When for a lot of us, like we have to recognize our wins to like help feed that and like do more and like go on to the next thing. And so like we need people who help us see that. And it's just so important because sometimes I just want to like shake you and be like, you're so amazing. But well, yeah. same to you because you are amazing and you're incredible at what you're doing. Look at you. This year you launched a course, which by the way, I took and it is incredible. Um, your offers are incredible and you put so much time and energy into it. And you also undermine it. So don't even come for me. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like gassing each other up this whole podcast. I love it. You're on that. <laughs> I know we're like, no, you. Um, but seriously, it's just so important to find those people that like, make you feel seen and have a safe space to, to, you know, talk about your goals and all that stuff. I really think that we also meet each other where we're at. Yeah. Like, cause there are, t- even though we have that relationship, we still, there are times when we're both like, one of us is down bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, you know, we're not going to sit there and be like, well, I have this, all these ideas right now. It's like, yeah. no, we're like barely like, awake right now (laughs) validation is a huge thing and like I my love language is words of affirmation and so I love just I love that your strength is words of affirmation because I need it that's what gets (laughs) it going what's your love language my love language is also words of affirmation I think oh wait no acts of service and then words of affirmation okay yeah, so I'm an active service girly. Maybe next time. Oh, wait. See, that's so hard. This is the hard part about our friendship. You live like <laughs> far away. Um, I, I feel like we just, yeah, we need to plan a trip. Hey, if anybody's listening, you can send us on a trip. Um, <laughs> please and thank you. <laughs> send us on a trip. Yeah. Also, can we just talk about how you and your gadgets, like they crack <laughs> me up because- I like am FaceTiming you one random day and you're just like <laughs> using it another gadget. I'm like, why are you not like having all these brand deals? Cause I swear you get a new gadget every day. <laughs> I do. I, okay. Let's explain gadgets. Like, okay. For example, like she, <laughs> like her Revlon hair curler and like, okay. Like you always have like some new Amazon find. And I swear I'm trying to convince her to get like an Amazon storefront because I'm so influenced by your gadgets that you always get. I'm so easily influenced by so much. I'm sure I'm not the only one, but like, and I don't like buy too many things, but like, I am like kind of like convinced easily. I'm like, oh, well, I think I do need this like back massager. Oh yeah, that's what you recently got. What's what's your like recent fave gadget? Um, okay. Um hmm. Well, actually, okay, so probably the, the massager, but um I also got well, anyone who like lifts knows like you need like a massager, you know. Okay. But I got this thing that hasn't come in yet, but it's a box for my desk. It's like a really cute box for me to hide my power cord. So I don't have to look at it, oh, <laughs> but I do nice. think like, it's a really cute box. So it'll look more organized. So I guess that counts as a gadget. I love it. Like, I'm so easily influenced. Uh, she influenced me to get the Revlon hair curler thing. Changed my life. Cause look at her hair right now. I mean, if you can't hear, I mean, if you're listening on Spotify or on listening apps, you can't see her gorgeous voluminous angel hair, oh my but God. 
Thank you. Yeah, I'm. She she's so in, easily influenced by everybody, but I'm so influenced by her. <laughs> Sydney always makes fun of my gadgets. She's like, you always have new gadgets. There so, she is. There she goes. Yep, that's my thing, I guess. This was so nice. So I'm so happy that you came on the podcast. I feel like I'm introducing like this really important like person in my life to like all my other friends here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm honored. Yeah. Do you want to um tell everyone where you can where they can find you? And I'll also link it in the show notes. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Sydney Claire Studio. Um, and or just type in like IG Reels and I'll pop up because search engine optimization, baby. Um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, you can, I have a couple offers. Um, my latest one, if you are ever thinking about starting your own business or starting an Instagram account, it's my seven step strategy to starting a new account. Basically what you get in a one-on-one with me, but it's in a course that you can take on your own time. Um, but yeah, that's how you can find me. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming. And thank you guys for listening. Um, we will talk to you soon and I hope you guys have a good week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and tuning into this episode of the Absolutely ADHD podcast. As I said before, you can find us on Instagram at absolutely.adhd and go ahead and message us. Let us know what you want to hear more about. And don't forget to like, subscribe, give us a rating, all that good stuff so we can continue sharing this information with more amazing ADHDers. Thank you guys for listening and I hope you have a good week.